Welcome back to another episode of Lamb Talk. My Mm. name is Johnny Verba. And I'm Owen Lamb. (laughs) Excellent. And actually, this time we're not in a car. We are in the back house um, because we have two houses, one property, I guess I should say. Um, So we're going to be eating lunch during this podcast. Let's start with with Grace. name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Bless us, O Lord, and these thy gifts which you're about to receive from the bounty through Christ our Lord. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Let's do some ASMR. You ready for this one? <laughs> Sound like a demogorgon. <laughs> okay, enough of that. So, what's fresh in mind? Um, this weekend just got off of a, a work trip to Napa, so that's where I was. Um, did you did you do anything this weekend? Uh, I worked and then I rested. That's it. Excellent. Um, so I think for today, I wanted to dive into the topic of like the work-life balance or like the work-Christ balance um, and how you can kind of incorporate Jesus into even your studies, but most importantly, like our work. Because, um, you know, we're in school for four years, but we're going to be working, you know, a majority of our life. And if we're not sleeping, we're going to be working and, and vice versa. So... I just wanted to shed some light into my company and kind of how our retreat went. Um, we went to Napa Valley, and of course, I'm 20 years old, so I did not partake in the festivities of drinking the devil's juice, um, but a lot of the other advisors did, so I was just kind of there sipping my water and my Welch's, um, and we had a great time. Now, I didn't realize that incorporated into our schedule was going to be Bible studies and um, even mass. So it was actually amazing that Northwestern Mutual incorporated um, Christ and basically fellowship, um, Christian fellowship into the schedule, Um, not expecting that at all. It was actually more religious than a work trip. Uh, So the Bible study, we opened up to Mark chapter 5, and we were talking about... um, praying dangerously, you know, and not just praying comfortable prayers. Oh, Lord, please keep things the same. I don't want things to change. Actually, my life is going really well. Um, That's a story I'd love to tell on this podcast at a later date. But um, over the summer, I actually prayed some dangerous prayers. And I was very surprised at what happened because, you know, actual actions did happen and things changed in my life pretty drastically. When I prayed those two simple words, I just said, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen break me. I would say those two words every night. And eventually I was broken in a way that revealed some sin in my life and was able to uh, recover me. So off that tangent, another thing that we did this weekend um, at the company was uh, besides Bible study, we kind of all got together and we're we're sharing some things after we got that little group um, and just realized how big of a, a Christian base there was in the company and kind of advising people's money. You know, it's what we do. We sell insurance and investments and build a holistic financial picture. And I think incorporating God into that is super awesome because we are a fiduciary. We act in their best interest by law and, and by choice. And that's what we do for our clients. And regardless of, you know, their religious beliefs, we want to serve them and we want to serve their money and, you know, act in the way that, you know, we want to see them. So for instance, if we want them to implement these savings philosophies or buy these products that'll help them, we should have them ourselves. And I think it's um, something that Jesus would say too. He's not going to ask us to do anything that he couldn't do. I mean, he, cause he did it right. He was the perfect human. And our goal is to you know, live that life 
There's a reason that, you know, the rule book is the Ten Commandments is because that's how you can follow Christ is by following that. So overall, super cool experience this weekend. And then, of course, the hot air balloon ride on Sunday. Um, you know, God always talks about in the Bible and um, it's very common to go to the mountains to pray. Um, and I did Kilimanjaro this past summer, and that was a super cool time to reflect. And I'll tell more stories about that. But in particular, the hot air balloon was so peaceful just to look over the land and just, oh, like God did this. Look at this valley, the Napa Valley. Um, it was just unreal. So curious if you, you know, have thought about how God could be worked into or intertwined in your life. I know, or your work life. I know you're not working yet because you're in school, but um as we start to get there to seniors and graduation, you know, there's not many ways God can be incorporated into our studies, but in work, we're helping people every day. So, you know, what's your take on that? Well, first of all, I, I, I do work a little bit. Um, you know, I have a small part-time job, so mo- Mondays and Fridays. Um, so I work at, uh, at a library on campus. And so we basically, you know, sit at a desk. We tell people where things are, check out books for them. But it's been real slow lately, you know, because of COVID. And so I found, like, one of the best things that's come out of work is just having conversations with coworkers, you know, just, like, talking about things. Sometimes I get a little too excited about some philosophy or whatever, and other people just kind of like, uh. And I'm like, oh, dang, I confused myself, too. Uh, so, you know, but it makes for conversation because I'm seeing these people a whole bunch. Like, every day we're just kind of in the same situation. Right. And it's just kind of, you know, learning to be Christ to them, you know, not maybe not being explicit about the gospel so quickly because, you know, they might not be ready to receive it, but just to be kind to them, you know, really be interested in what they're doing because they are human beings and they too are valuable children of God, even if they don't know it yet. I love that. And then... And these are are students, faculty, anyone could be walking in, um, are you saying, to to your desk? Yeah, stu- students and faculty, uh, they used to ha- let the general public in, but right now we can't allow that because of COVID. But, you know, uh, just in general, it's students, faculty. That's right. And then Hayden Library just opened up, like, recently. I was on, I was actually studying abroad when it opened. Did you, have you been working here for a while? Uh, yeah, I have. So the main building opened up just this spring, but I've been working since, like, the fall before, like, a fall, the fall a year and a half before that spring. Oh. So, like, November, I think, 20, would have been 2018? Gotcha. Or 19, one of the two. Was the whole no, library 18. open then? Uh, no, it was just the concourse level. Like, it, and only half of the concourse level at that, and then the lower level. Interesting. So it was all underground for a while. And then in the fall of 2019, they opened up the, uh, they opened up the, uh, the rest of the concourse level. And then gotcha. spring 2020, they opened up everything. And then spring 2020, they closed things down because it was COVID. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a giant building now and not very many people to be in it, but it makes for good conversation with coworkers. Yeah. So you said, I kind of cut you off. You were saying one more thing aside from what you mentioned. Um, One more thing that I found is helpful in both work and in school is rest and having like good rest. So one of the things that I've been trying to do more recently is to keep the Sabbath holy, like, you know, God's, like, you know, Sunday, uh, just like, just like that day, like, it's, it's for God, it's for not working, and it's like, I think Chesterton once said, like, it was only when we set aside a day for God, then we, a day of rest for God, then we have discovered that we got a day of rest for ourselves, you know, it's kind of something that we need to, to say, 
Just as stubbornly as when we want to work, we need to say no. Today I am not going to work. This day is for God. He's more important than that. And I'm just going to stop and just pray and, you know, just going to rest during that day. And then that way, when you come into the work again in the week, you say, well, okay, I've had my rest. I feel rested. I'm well rested. I took the time not to worry about anything in like my work related sphere or my school related sphere. And now when I get back to work, I'm much more refreshed. And on top of that, I'm more recentered on God. At least, you know, when you do take the time to pray. Amen to that. So what would you define? Like, where's the line between working or not working? Like, would a workout count? Or could you do a little bit of homework? Or would you say, like, got to be firm with it? And what type of rest is good rest? Are you going to watch Netflix or will you read a book? I mean, I guess shed some light on that. Well, I mean, it depends. Like, a lot of recreational activities, it depends on the person. I mean, Mm -hmm. me personally, I'm a music major. Other people will play music to rest. But to me, I'll be tempted to work and do my homework because that my homework is music. So a restful activity for me might actually be to go and fiddle with, you know, a computer to code a little bit. But even better than that is reading a good book or watching a good movie. And there are good books and bad books. Yeah. I don't know, you know, entirely which they are all the time. So sometimes it's a bit of a coin flip. But, uh, you know, especially good spiritual reading is a good thing to do on Sundays or just a really good novel, maybe a classic that you've never read and always wanted to. Just something that will like remind you that the world is bigger than your work. Amen to that. Yeah, I know something I try to do is get all schoolwork done, even just by Friday. You know, not to even worry about Saturday. And then usually my workouts are six days a week, so Sunday is you know holy for that regard. So definitely important to rest. Um, and I loved yeah. all the reasons you listed. Like even for yourself, you know, do it for yourself, and um, you know, in the end, it'll it'll serve you know both both people, yourself and, and God, and keeping that day holy. And of course, I think you'll even be more focused when it comes time for Mass. You'll go there and you'll already have been rested, whether you go in the morning or in the evening, like we do at 6 p.m. at Newman. But um, that's huge. Yeah. But of course, the temptation is always to cut corners, to check your email, to say, oh, okay, it's Sunday night now. And it's just, you it, you have to be stubborn with yourself. And it that stubbornness is just like, you know, making sure you get to sleep or get to bed on time, making sure you have good meals like anything. It's a discipline. You have to tell yourself, even when you really don't want to, I, I have to rest. I love that. So I encourage everyone listening to think about what you're doing on the weekends. Like, what are you doing on Sunday? And Um, maybe there are some things you can cut out and and serve yourself and serve our God, um, Jesus Christ, you know, the Lord, and um, by cutting them out and just stopping doing them, or maybe there's something you can do more, um, pick up reading or something you can replace your work activities for. I think that you'll find, uh, actually, you'll be happier going into the week if you really get everything done before Sunday. I know a lot of kids procrastinate and they wait till the last minute on Sunday night. Um, that that's me basically. <laughs> yeah. So coach yourself not to do that and it's going to make you a happier person all around. But I also have one trick. If you do yeah. want, if you do have things that are due on Sunday night and you find that happening consistently, one of the things you can do is take a day as the Jews did in ancient times is that you take the day from sunset to sunset. So that way you stop working Saturday night and that is officially when Sunday starts. And that way you still get a full day for the Lord. But you still have a little time at the very end to prepare for whatever work you have. Oh, I love that. That's so interesting. Have you implemented that before? I have, yeah. And it's really helped. Wow. That's super cool. (laughs) Very interesting. Well, yeah, I I know um, these are meant to be short, boom, impact. I definitely got a lot from this conversation. (laughs) Um, 
just don't know how we should end it. Oh, gee, I need to pick another word. <laughs> I already picked the longest un- uncontrived word in the dictionary. This is true, so I don't know how you can top that. I don't think I can. About, uh... Two. As in T-W-O or T-O-O? Two. Okay. Three, two, one, two. two.